That was Alana McReady and something like that. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes show in the company of your Cabacus Nova, Romy the Rodeo, and the Italian Dijonic. And my people, it's truly an honor and a pleasure to welcome the show today, the one, the only, Alana McReady. Hey, Alana, how are you doing? Hey, how are you? I'm doing wonderful, thanks, Alana. And of course, I want to thank you so, so much for taking your time out to be a guest on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, the pleasure is certainly ours. Well, we just heard this great song of yours, your latest single, Something Like That. Now, when it comes to the origins of this song, Alana, how did this song come about? So um, kind of in the middle of quarantine, um, I it kind of hit me that I hadn't released any new music in like three years, a little mm-hmm. over three years. And um, I was like, you know what? Now that I'm not touring, no one can tour, no one can play shows, let me shift my focus and write some more. So I decided um, I wanted to do a new project. And uh, something like that uh, was a co-write with myself and Will Gittens. Mm -hmm. And we sort of sat down and I was like, do you want to do this project with me? (laughs) And he was like, of course. So um, something like that was actually the first song we ever wrote together. And he was kind of just playing some silly stuff on the guitar and he was like, you know, or something like that. And we looked at each other and it was like a light bulb moment. We're like, okay, we don't even know what this song is going to be about, but that's the title, like for sure. Uh, And so, but then it just kind of progressed into um, kind of stripping back relationships and thinking about, you know, what's really important. I feel like people have a lot of these specific things that they think they need to be happy in relationships when really, it should be, you know, spend time with me, be nice to me and don't lie to me. And that should probably be enough. Right. (laughs) So uh, it's just kind of talking about how at this point, you know, in your life, if you can't give me those things, or if you can't provide those things to somebody, those simple things and, or something like that, it's probably not going to work. Well, very well said. I mean, I, I definitely can't but agree with you on that sentiment <laughs> indeed. And, uh, and, you know, and you said, of course, this is, you know, your latest single, you know, since your, your, your latest album, recent album came out, you know, about roughly three years ago or so. Now, is this con- song going to be the, shall we say, prelude to a whole new full length album? Or are you kind of just going on a kind of single by single basis? So it is. Um the start and the first song of a five song EP that will be out um, later this year. So it'll, yeah, it'll be on, on the project and it'll be a five song EP. Um, I'm not sure exactly when we're going to release it, but the the songs are being uh, mixed and mastered uh, right now as we speak. So. Oh, awesome. Well, that's fantastic news. I'm sure for your fans as well. We're definitely very, very happy about that. And, <laughs> and, and stylistically, you know, when it comes to this new EP of yours, how is it going to differ compared to your previous offerings? So I think this uh, EP is going to be probably the most relatable I've ever been, in my opinion, um, especially songwriting wise. And I feel like um, since my even my first project, I have grown a lot as a songwriter and just learned a lot about myself and who I want to be as a songwriter and an artist and what I want my music to sound like. And I feel like this project is 
you know, I'm finally in the exact lane and exactly uh, who I want to be in that department. So I'm really excited about it. Oh, well, we're definitely looking forward to it as well. And, you know, having kind of perused some of the reactions of your listeners when it comes to your music and stuff, it seems like a lot of the popular consensus is you come across as incredibly sexy and also, <laughs> and also very fun-loving as well. So I, have, I actually have to ask you this because, you know, seeing these constant comments, I was like, oh, you know, I wonder, I wonder how she feels about this. I mean, when it comes to you, yeah, and you, the way you kind of bring your music out, are you? Is that the kind of angle that you're looking for? Because I noticed there is a lot of you know kind of um, tongue-in-cheek titles to your songs, and you yeah. kind of put a spin on certain things. Is that the kind of vibe you're going for? Almost like a playful kind of almost you know, with almost like a sexy slant to what you do. I mean, is that intended? Yeah, that's. I mean. I'm glad that it comes off that way because that's exactly who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess intended, but not intended, I guess. Um, I'm just, it's just me being me. Um, If for the people that know me and my friends, they know that I live for a pun. So (laughs) I very, I'm very into puns. I'm very into just, I don't know. It's kind of funny because a lot of people when they meet me don't expect that I'm going to do country music. Right. And um, which is interesting to me, but I I feel like it's a good thing, especially in country music. I, I like that I'm not, you know, your typical, you know, Southern country music, female country music singer, you know, and I like that I have like the harder sides to me. And I think that that allows me to be myself more rather than trying to fit into a certain box. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yep. Go ahead. Yeah, it's just, I, I just feel like that's who I am and I'm pretty much an open book and I don't know, that's how I want to be as an artist. I want to be an open book. And if I can't put in my music exactly who I am or how I feel about things, then, you know, I should probably be doing something else, I feel like. <laughs> I, I, very mu- I very much agree. And I think, you know, I, I'm sure then the listener can probably tell when you're putting on an act, if you will, and when you're not really sort of being yeah. you. So I think it's great that you're, as they, as they used to say back in my day, keeping it real. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if that's still a phrase these days, but that's at least the kind of phrase I was, I was, I was growing up there, I guess kind of showing my age there a little bit. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but actually, you know, and kind of working on that angle there, because I obviously, you know, there's a lot of people find you're a very, very witty songwriter. I think that's a, definitely one of your oh, strong thank points. You. You're very welcome. And, and of course, wit can be found as incredibly sexy as well. And yeah. when it comes to you, would you, you know, when, when you look like, for example, in a future part, in a, in a partner and stuff, do you look, do you find kind of like wit for, to, to be sexy to you? And do you look for kind of somebody who makes you laugh? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's in the top five things that I require. <laughs> And, and it doesn't even have to be quality. Just make me laugh in general. I mean, if you say something that's going to make me laugh, that's you're, you're going to win me over. That's definitely, definitely something I look for. Well, I, I, it's definitely great quality for sure. And, you know, you've already had some great experiences in your life and as a, as a, in, in your career and such. Is there an experience out there that has meant so much to you that you kind of think back and like, wow, I wish I could relive that again? I think, I don't know, there's a lot actually, but for me, 
there's it depends on the situation like you know there's the situations where you know hearing yourself for the first time on the radio that's something that i wish i could relive you know for the the first time first time and um and then there's stuff like you know one year i remember i was playing a show in um austin for south by southwest and i played um ricochet heart actually mm-hmm. and um one of the girls came up to me and she was crying and I'm like oh my gosh why are you crying she's like I just broke up with my boyfriend and everything you're saying is so true and uh, all this stuff and she was crying it actually made me cry and I was like this is why I write songs so just like how that makes you feel as an artist to have people react that way is just amazing that's I mean it's why we do it well, exactly. I mean, that that's definitely payment in itself, you know, for all the hard work that you put into your music. I think that's beautiful for sure. And so far, you know, throughout your career, what has been the best piece of advice that somebody has given you? I think the best piece of advice uh, someone's given me is be yourself, which kind of lends a hand to what we were just talking about. Um, I feel like in our industry, a lot of people try and conform you and make you make you fit into different boxes that they feel you should be in. Um, and just don't let anyone do that to you. Mm-hmm. There's room for everyone. There's room for all of us in our industry and in our genre. And you're going to stand out more if you're not, you know, trying to be something that, that you're not just because you think that's what you should be doing um, to make it. And so I think that's probably the best. Well, very, very well said indeed. And, you know, to that point, you know, looking at uh, the female country music scene today, would you say that is the case, that there is somewhat of a cookie cutter situation when it comes you know, to that, the, you know, the majority, or should we say uh, the, the, um, the female scene at large? Or do you feel that there are, there is more of a diversity of styles among the art, among the female artists? Um, I think there's definitely a majority um, that are, pretty conformed and it's a very cookie cutter type situation but especially in the in recent years um there's been some girls that have women that have come on the scene and um that are pretty big now that are much different and I think it's giving us um some diversity and really showing the kind of talent that female country singers have and so I feel like that's kind of starting to you know pave a new path for the rest of us so I'm looking forward to that growing even more Yes, and we're definitely very, very happy that we have artists like yourself that you know, just keep strengthening the, 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 the female side of country music indeed. And, you know, you pointed out the fact of, you know, people maybe when they see you, they, they might assume that you, you're not a country music artist. But is there anything else that, you know, when, that you think people automatically assume about you when they first meet you or when they first look at you? Um, I don't know. I get told, which is weird in my industry, because I feel like I'm smiling all the time and always talking to people, but I get told I'm like unapproachable a little bit. Wow. Um, I, yeah, I don't know why. Um, but for some reason, I, I get told I'm a little intimidating and unapproachable. So I don't know if it's like my dark hair, maybe I should go by blonde. I don't know what's going on. But <laughs> but um, that's something that I found surprising over the years that I've heard. Um and other than that, I mean, I don't know, people, if people like read my background, they're like, this person used to play hockey, like, and she's a country singer now, like, what's the deal with this? So I feel like there's kind of some different, maybe stipulations that people have in mind before they meet me. 
Wow, that's that's curious, and you know, and I love the fact that you used to play hockey because I'm a huge, huge hockey fan, and so it's, <laughs> one, it's, it's wonderful to hear that. And um, are you do you still do you still get the chance to to play now and again, or have you literally you know kind of hung up the skates and stick for 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 the microphone and music? <laughs> yeah, I don't think um, you can ever truly hang up the skates when you're you've been playing hockey since you were three, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I just moved to Nashville actually a couple months ago. And so, um, I'm looking forward to joining one of the, one of the rec leagues here and playing, which is going to be super fun because where I used to live, you know, in Atlanta, there's not, not too much hockey. So, um, <laughs> Nashville is a little bit, a little bit more hockey fied, if, that, if that's even a word, but, um, yeah, I'm excited to get back on the ice now that I'm here and can join a team. Oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm, that must definitely be exciting for sure. You know, coming from a guy who can't skate to save his life, you know, as much as I love, <laughs> that's why I have so much appreciation for the guys and the gals who can, and actually, you know, even playing a sport at the same time. So I have so much admiration for that. And of course, you know, you are now in Nashville, in the home of the Predators. And, right. and uh, do, you, do you take in, do you like to watch hockey? You know, I know there's some folks who like to play it, but not to watch it. Are you into the NHL at all? Do you, do you follow that oh, in yeah. any capacity? Yeah, I, I love watching it. Um, my family, we have been, well, we were North Stars fans back when it was North Stars and now we're Wild fans. So especially this season, the Wild are doing really well. So we've been watching those games together. And even when we're not in the same place where I have like a group chat going during all the games <laughs> about what's happening. Um, I know if people keep asking, are you going to be a Preds fan now that you live in Nashville? I'm like, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like. Maybe if the wild aren't playing, I don't know. <laughs> Well, you know what? I I, I can see you. I understand totally your indecision and maybe the complicated situation you're in being in Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's like me, you know, uh, you know, for our listeners out there know that I'm a hardcore Montreal Canadiens fan. And uh -huh. no matter how bad they're doing, I'm like, I'm never going to change this team, man. You know, you can't. You have to show dedication when you win and when you lose. You stick with exactly. the team. <laughs> exactly. Know? True fan. That, that's exactly it. And yeah, definitely your wild are doing fantastic. And I, and it seems like they're off to the playoffs. So that's going to be, uh, that's going to be great, great, very, very exciting times for sure. And, um, you know, coming back when it comes to you, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about music and composition and what have you, you know, thinking back, do you have a most memorable dream or even a most memorable nightmare? Oh my gosh. I mean, as far as nightmares go, I feel like, as a, an art, an independent artist in our industry, um, sometimes even when you're awake, it can feel like a nightmare um, <laughs> <laughs> because it's such a roller coaster. But um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I definitely have dreams of of major things. You know, like you know, selling out an arena and things like that. Those are the good dreams. Um, but. I don't know. I don't dream a whole lot. I have like a really bad insomnia. So, oh. <laughs> so which I think also plays uh, a part into what I do for a living, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, of course the crazy hours, I suppose it helps for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like get yeah. home at four. Exactly. I mean, I guess and also every day is not the, not exactly the same, right? You because know, every day can be very, very different from the next. So, so that's, that's definitely something for sure. And you know, yeah, you I talk about that. Exactly. Well, I think it's great because it's it's very unexpected. It's not really routine, but you know, so I yeah, think it doesn't get mundane. 
Exactly, exactly. So it always keeps things interesting and exciting. So that's, that's always, that's always great. And, you know, you mentioned, of course, the fact of naturally the, the, the pandemic and all these things shutting down, but I'm seeing that in the States now, slowly, but surely things are opening up. Now, looking at also that from that perspective, and, you know, the, the rest of the, the year here on out, what does the rest of 2021 hold for you? So we are going to release uh, the EP. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, in the next couple months here would be amazing. We don't have an exact release date, but um, releasing the EP and just getting back on the road, getting back on stage. Now that I'm in Nashville and kind of getting settled, um, I've started playing uh, a little more here um, and just starting to get back, get back to it um, now that things are opening and hopefully in the next couple of months here, be back on the road, which is the ultimate goal. Oh, well, definitely. You know, we, I'm sure you can't wait to get back on the road and I'm sure your fans can't wait to see you play live again. And over here in Europe, we definitely hope you'll be able to eventually cross the pond and come and do some I shows. I know, up. I would love to. Yeah, we definitely are looking forward to definitely crossing our fingers that that will be sooner rather than later, but, but definitely <laughs> looking forward to that for sure. And for, for those who want to find out more about you and your music, Alan, I mean, woe betide them because, I mean, by this point, they should know who you are. <laughs> but just to give the, them a reminder, where can folks find out more about you and your music? So you can always do alanamccready.com. Um, that has everything and the links to everywhere. Um, but as far as social media, um, it's Alana McCready Music um, across all platforms. Um, and then, you know, just Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere like that. It's just my full name, Alana McCready. Perfect. And speaking actually of wonderful things, Alana, we're going to be going into another awesome song of yours. And I actually mentioned you that I absolutely adore the video to this song, which is Last Girl Standing. Now, when it comes to this song, any particular stories or anecdotes behind the song and possibly anything, any behind the scenes when it came, came to the video? Um, well, the song, the song came from um, a relationship, obviously, because where else does, does my does my music come from? <laughs> um, <laughs> you and Taylor Swift could have quite a few conversations, I think. Yeah, un- <laughs> it's like it's like it's a good thing. It's like unfortunate at the same time. I think it's like a, <laughs> I don't I don't. It's like hard to wrap my head around that, but. Um, it's just sort of being like, you know what? You've taken a lot from me, but you can't have this. Like, I'm, I'm going to be here whether it doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want, but I'm going to be the last girl standing no matter what. And that's just kind of like a life motto. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, and when it came to the video, I mean, how did that all come about? Uh, so the video is directed by um, my friend, David Cohn, who he is... He's my friend, but he's also a great uh, musician himself. And so we've actually play show, played shows together. Um, and then when it came time to do the video for this, he's amazing videographer and everything like that. And so he directed the whole thing. And then I was able to have my friends as a part of the video. And so and my friends always like to say that I gave them their, their first um, video debut. So <laughs> they, <laughs> they're happy that they all got a little screen time in there. Well, it's, it's definitely a fantastic, fantastic song and an equally fabulous video. Folks, definitely sure to be checked that out. It's definitely worth your time. Here is, of course, Alana McCready and Last Girl Standing. Alana, I want to once again thank you so, so much for your time. I truly appreciated it. And of course, I want to wish you continued success with your career and all the very best for the rest of 2021. 
Thank you so much for having me and thank you for playing the music and listening to it since the beginning. <laughs> yes, indeed. We can <laughs> proudly say we've been there since day one, folks. And we will, yeah. and we will continue to be there, Alana. Believe you thank me. Thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. Well, folks, that was you did, of course, hear it from Alana McCready. Be sure to check her out if you've yet to do so. She is definitely worth your time. Here's another great song of hers. This will be Last Girl Standing. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes show with your Italian Dijonek. We'll be right back. After this. I was born and raised to run the race Like there ain't no ribbon for second place It's a crazy world full of push and shove But my mama taught me how to rise above Rise above History 